like the pop cause she was living la vida loca She had dumps like a truck, truck, truck Thighs like wah, wah, wah Baby move your butt, butt, butt I think I'll sing it again She had dumps like a truck, truck, truck Thighs like wah, wah, wah All night long it's a, uh, you know, casual come in on, like, the tail end of a conversation that sounds natural, but people don't know this is a scripted event. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a scripted event. That's totally something. Yeah. Like, you would have a scripted response there, and people would be like, oh, this is where I would laugh, and they would go, ha, 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 and we would go into scripted retort, and then maybe scripted action scene, and that is the blockbuster movie of the summer starring you and me. Oh shit, are we recording? What's up, buddy? Wow, that was... Was that all on the spot? Mm-hmm. That's all art, buddy. That's that's called improv. I would have been in so many improv groups if I went to college, I feel. I really do. Uh-uh. And I hate them, but I'd have done it. Maybe I'd have had a much different career trajectory. I feel like it's so early yet, and you still could... And I feel I like give up a lot. Like there's a huge overlap of podcasts and improv. Improv, yeah. or if not, fuck it, make it. I think there are some people that do it. There's a couple of shows that are like full on improv every week, and they've been going on for like weeks. And these people just improv in these characters, like a full on narrative that continues yeah, week to week. Yeah, there's a couple that are uh, have done that for a while and are very popular. Interesting. I don't know if I I can't I don't think I could do that for like more than five minutes. You talk about like alright, a little behind the scenes. These episodes where we'll have our guests come in where we will have some improv for like an episode. And I'm like, how can we do this? How for an episode? No. No. I don't think for an episode. We could we should definitely do a bit though, just because we have talked about it for so long and we uh, have, and I every time you fun. say, I'm like, man, uh, you have way too much faith in me. You, you sure. sir, are born for this, but mm, I'm a, I'm the dancing frog over here. I, I can't, <laughs> not when it comes to carrying on a shtick. I um, drop sticks. <laughs> you drop sticks, huh? I don't know what that means. Well, I, I, I hope does? it's not offensive. You, we coin new terms every day here, man. That's why we... We're industry defining. We are boundary Ooh. breaking. We are two white dudes talking into microphones. Nobody's done this. This is like you can't comprehend what we, we're creating right now. We are the only podcast. In existence, yes. Guinness. Yeah, we still mm-hmm. we still hold that record. They gave us they gave us an award. I used to have it framed. Uh it's somewhere. Hmm. I, I like to share that every every time it comes up. Uh, I'm proud of that fact. We made Guinness Book of World Records for the only podcast in the entire universe. Holy shit. Come on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to claim that. Yeah. Go us. It's very, very prestigious. How how did it make you feel shaking the hand of Jonathan Guinness? Like when he gave us the award? Well, at first it was a surprise because it was a little cold. Mm-hmm. R- oddly cold. Like I thought he might be dead. Yeah. And he was like an older dude. So, I mean, maybe, but he, he, he nice enough. I had to be very gentle. Uh, did it, did it turn out that it, his hand was cold because he had just removed it from an ice cold Guinness uh, before he shook your hand? Yeah, it might have been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's probably what it was. <laughs> uh huh. That's what I, I think. Yeah. Because he's John Guinness. You did know that, right? Like, the Guinness Book of World Records is owned by, like, the Guinness Brewing Company. Oh, no. No, I did not know, know that, that at all. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, no, I really, had that no is, idea. That's why it is the Guinness Book of World Records. Oh, no. Yep. They made it. They, 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 like, invented it to settle bar bets back in the day. They wanted to be, like, the defining, like, if somebody was having an argument in the bar over their beers... The bartender would pull out the official Guinness Book of World Records and they could challenge it or like confirm it or whatever. That is insane. And so that like started it. And it's, yeah, it's this whole thing that is legitimate. That it's the Guinness Book of World Records. It is the beer company. Wow. 
All right. So I learned something new. Yeah. Hello. Everybody did. I don't know how many people did know that. You're welcome, everyone, for that free nugget of bar <laughs> trivia that may pop up at some point. Did you it's learn about meta, like, that in the Guinness Book of World Records? I forget where I did learn about it. Uh, but it's also one of those things that as soon as you hear, like, oh, yeah, of course. I'm sure it was on Reddit is where I heard mm. it. Or I guess I should say I read it. Oh, gosh, those guys. Get it? Because I, I read it on on Reddit, Ryan. That's that's the name of the website, and also what you do on the site. It's <coughs> it's meta. It's no, you're right. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. I am. Uh, we talked about Reddit a lot. We do. Uh, we do. You much more. You much more so. You're the yeah. Reddit master. You told me right now you're only subscribed to a Marvel theory, like a Marvel movie theory. It's, subreddit. That's like all you have. It's an MCU uh, theory subreddit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this is all I use Reddit for. And it's very, very <laughs> infrequent. But when I do get in there, I, I go in there for a good bit, good bit of time. You get balls deep. Yeah. That said, I do not post. I only read. And then like. Oh, you only read? And I then I comment you, in my head. I'm like, uh, you dumb shit. That you don't know anything <laughs> like that's not right. I never say anything, but I do. Get I to an internet argument, Ryan. Nah. That should be your New Year's resolution. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. That doesn't sound fun. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, I stumbled upon a, a pretty... It's like a time capsule, at least for me and maybe for some of our listeners. Uh, but I just found it. It's called Nostalgia Fapping. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. But, <laughs> Basically, what it is, it's like all of the, like, <laughs> softcore, like, nudity things that you would look for as a boy pre-internet days. So, Like the series like, catalog. Sometimes. Um, a lot of, like, old celebrities, a lot of, like, looking back at it now, like, very airbrushed artwork, like, pre-Photoshop days, where they just, like actually sprayed airbrushes on photos and Man. that's what they used to do. It's yeah. really noticeable now. Oh yeah, really obvious. They have a distinct look to them. But it, it also is very nostalgic and like I remember I was like, oh yeah, I remember that that thing. I was a perverted teenager. We all were. Don't anybody get okay. proud on me about it. Sure, sure. I think the question then becomes, since you brought this up, have you used it since? For that purpose. Like, no, I, because, number one. Have you seen anything on there that you're like, all right, mm, okay, okay. No, because again, this, it, it's like pictures, which. But it could, was, oh, it, is that out for you now? At this point, like, Picture, come on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Pics, they're not going to get the job done. We got, we got to go a little bit deeper than that. So. Talk, I'm talking about like 4K VR. I'm talking about sensory <laughs> shit. I'm talking about smells. I'm talking about lasers. I've got a, I've got what, a demo the of the suit for? that they. Know. I've got a demo of the suit they used in Ready Player One. <laughs> oh man! If only we knew what it was called. I don't. I don't know. I read the book. I never saw the movie. I did both. They're both about the same, which are fine. Yeah, I read the book and I was like, well, they're, I guess I yeah. did that. They're fine. It was a yeah. whole lot of. Yeah. Yeah. They're both. They're both very, very much the same in that, but also different. But again, just very much fine. If you don't read <laughs> them, you're fine. If you very don't watch it, fine. you're fine. If you do, it's fine. <laughs> Riveting. Riveting. I'm sorry. Uh, Steven Spielberg is either like genius level or it's fine like he really rivets in quality like uh he was the post yeah pretty sure that movie's nothing but it's fine war horse it's, it's bland i'm pretty sure it's nothing mediocrity. but it's fine yeah, um the, i know there's more i know AI there's more is pretty ai pretty is fine blah. yeah that's pretty it's fine yeah uh -huh. yeah mm -hmm. what see 
See? See? Uh, See? The worst. Uh, hook, I would argue. Hook is just fine. I don't like Hook. I'm with you. I don't get the, I, I don't get, get the nostalgia for it. I think it's one of I the weakest, uh, Rob I didn't Williams. like it as a kid, like, at all either. Mm-hmm. I remember watching it and was just not a Hook fan. I say I would be interested in going back to it for Dustin Hoffman because knowing Dustin Hoffman and who he is and where he is and what he was to see him doing that, I think could be a lot of fun. I think you do like, maybe, man, you do a movie trilogy, you go Tootsie. You go Hook, and then you go I Heart Huckabees. That's your trilogy with Dustin Hoffman? Yeah, I think that's a good trilogy. Not Rain Man, or... No, Rain Man's overplayed. What is the other one? Urban Cowboy? I'm not too familiar with Urban Cowboy. What's the one where he says, I'm walking here? That is, uh... Fuck. It could be Urban Cowboy. I just, I don't know it. I I don't know. That's my movie nerd failing me. Look at you, um, critiquing my choices, but you can't come up with a movie. I just want <laughs> the scene. I'm walking here. You just want to watch I Heart Huckabee's Oh, I could do... I do. I'm fully on board I could also that, switch that out for The Graduate, then. If that would make the it better. Graduate? Uh, yeah, that's peak oh, Dustin okay. Hoffman. Or not, maybe not peak, but it's like I think it's a really good Dustin Hoffman. Is that Hello, Mrs. Robinson? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. I'm back. I miss, I'm back, Phil Robinson, Are you trying to seduce me? Then that one band wrote a song about it. Uh, Simon and Garfunkel. Is that who that was? Mm-hmm. I thought it was mm. Holland Oates. That's I don't know. What? <laughs> I just wanted to say Holland Oates. I'm pretty sure it is Simon and Garfunkel. We'll get yelled at by somebody. I can't when think we're of both who wrong. Holland Holland Oats are, and I almost said Holland and Oats, but <laughs> which is how little I am familiar with Holland Oats. <laughs> uh, which is why I'm more confident saying I think it is Simon and Garfunkel, only because I am familiar with that song. Um, buddy, hit me with a topic. Uh oh, shit, a topic. I gotcha. I pulled up a list of topics. Let's see how this goes. Oh, we're getting into our list topics. Oh, All right, that's I don't cool, know. Uh, what topic did you have in mind? I don't know. I wanted you to hit me with something. What a, uh, We talked about so many things before we started recording. I know. We really, we really wasted ourselves. Yeah. There was something we were saving. What was it? This one's going to be uh, uh, the potpourri, the leftovers or something. Just scraps. Potpourri when, scraps. <laughs> when was the last the time dregs. you actually saw potpourri in someone's house? Uh, I feel like not too terribly... I mean, obviously, it's been at least a month. <laughs> but... Uh, sure. I'd say within the last year, I feel like I've been to a house where I've seen it somewhere. And it was well, probably my wife, parents' house, and it may have been old. Maybe your parents' house, but I was going to say, uh, your wife hangs out with the olds a lot, as she calls them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is just old people. And old people use potpourri. I associate it with my grandmother. Yeah. I get um, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That would probably be the last time I saw it, which was way too long ago to make me not feel like a piece of shit grandson for seeing my grandma. Well, yeah. I Here's the thing. I can fully say on a, one, a potpourri episode, I can fully say without anything. I don't. I know nobody will ever fucking listen. And two, I know my grandmother, of all people, won't listen. I don't talk to my grandmother because, you know what, we didn't really have a relationship. And then the best we ever had, like, towards the end of, like, some not great stuff was, it's fine. And, like, she's had, like, a real checkered history with her, like, my dad. It's this weird shit. So it's like, eh. You can... Certain times you can get to a point where you're like, we're good. Like, no ill will. We're just good. We're fine. We don't need to do anything. We don't need to pretend this is anything. I wish nothing, nothing bad. We didn't. We didn't really. Uh, Happy transition. Let's expand on this. Yeah, I'm trying to give me a fucking break here. Throw me a freaking bone. I really people. thought it might go somewhere <laughs> else, but I was like, yeah, no, there's no way this doesn't go just somewhere real dark. 
hey, lighthearted funness. Oh, yeah, uh, my family's terrible, and it's falling apart, and I don't know what to do. Here's a silent cry for help. Oh, oh hey, uh, here's some, some funny. Here's a fun fact for you. Just trying to break that up. Also, not a cry for help. I am completely oh, I know, fine I with this. Just FYI, I do not want messages or or any attention. Please. None. Here's one that will get you attention, Ryan. Let's talk. Holland Oates, Simon and Garfunkel. Ryan, we've been talking music a lot more lately, you and me, and we're going to continue to talk that a lot more in the future. Yes. Buddy, tell me. Let's let's run through some things. Who's better, corn or a limp biscuit? Ooh, I like this. Okay. Well, I don't think this one is, uh, shit. This, I've got more too, so. This one's easy for me. Uh, but I think I'm the minority and that's what's going to depress me. But I think corn is better than Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit's trash. Limp Biscuit is garbage who does not age well. And even then, I don't think his raps were anything special at all. I listen, and it's just cheap production with edgy lyrics, and that is it. But his edge didn't match Eminem at the time or anybody else. He was nothing. Corn, Corn at least had a different sound or at least something that reached more people. I don't know. It wasn't even for me, but it was something more. Something more. Okay. Something more okay. artistic there. What about... This one, this one might be a little what tough you? for you. Oh, for me? Yeah, I want... What, what about, you ask me. I'm curious I don't know, about man. you. On the whole, like, I think it's weird. I liked Corn a lot more growing up. Um, but I still liked Limp Biscuit as a kid because I was a shitty white teenager. Um, <laughs> anyways... I don't know. Looking back, like, I like Wes Borland as a musician mm-hmm. more than I like anybody in Corn. Sure. And uh, Limp Bizkit, especially at that time, like, everybody in that was at least a higher caliber musician than what Corn had. Uh, Sam Rivers, their bassist, was really good. And John Otto, their drummer, had ridiculous pockets. And he did some really nice drum work. And Wes Borland is an insane guitarist he really doesn't get to go as crazy on limp biscuit uh but he was always fun to watch i don't know i'd probably say limp biscuit now is who i would like better because corn's put out some real shit but corn also has a new drummer because they had a huge falling out with their old drummer and i really like their new drummer even though he looks like a total weirdo creep he's really fucking good and he's fun to watch uh so they're both kind of cool i spend a lot of time on youtube watching all of this shit. I've seen so many playthrough videos of the new corn drummer. Damn. And there you go. Yeah. There you go. See, my knowledge is also like I should say dated to maybe like 2002 mm-hmm. and nothing past where you clearly, you know, much more about these two than I do. So there you go. Well, and that's just to Kyle, in general. People. I like music and I am a musician. And so like, when I do like stuff, I get more involved in it. Like, I learn yeah. who are in the bands. And I learn a lot, like, because I do like Wes Borland so much, that's how one of the ways I discovered from first to last, which was Skrillex's, uh, like, metalcore band before he blew out his vocal cords and had to become Skrillex. Mm. And Wes Borland, like, produced that record and he played bass on it. And that is an all-time favorite record for me. I fucking love that record. So... I am curious about that one. Yeah, you'll hear it at some point. I promise you. Cool, cool. I'm down because I am. Uh, I I know little about West Borland. I am familiar with that name. As soon as you said it, it took me immediately back to high school and hearing like all my other friends talk about it, and it was just like something I didn't get into. But like I remember that name immediately hearing it. Yeah. But uh, Skrillex, I am. I'd, I'm curious as to what his origins would be. I'd be down was, for that. He was a he was a pretty good vocalist, man. I liked it. It was a lot like uh, Gerard Way and uh, Bert McCracken from The Used, but a lot more strained. Mm. Like when Bert is screaming pretty hard. Okay, so good shit though, man. Mm. Uh, this one, like I said, is going to be maybe a little more difficult for you. But Ryan, yo, 
Def Leppard or Van Halen? Why is it going to be difficult? Why do you think this is going to be difficult for me first? Because I don't think you're familiar with either of these bands. There you go. You are correct. Um, I am am familiar with the names, and I probably know some of their songs, but I... Off the top of my head, I don't really know. Yeah. Why don't you educate me, Kyle? Uh, can you do some hits from either two, uh, either of the band? Def Leppard, Def Leppard's biggest one that I'm sure you've heard a billion times is Sugar, which is Pour Some Sugar On Me. Okay. What are some of their uh, other they also, ones? They also have like uh, this one called Photograph, which is pretty fucking ripping. Uh, Wait a minute. <laughs> That's yeah. that's some Def Leppard. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um that's they've got some other stuff. They're pretty much they're they're pretty guitar driven, uh-huh. which is where also Van Halen is very guitar driven because it's named after the lead guitarist Eddie Van Halen and his brother, who plays drums. Okay. They're the Van Halen brothers. But they also have David Lee Roth, mm-hmm. who was a great vocalist. Um I probably lean Van Halen more than yeah. myself. As as you were talking, I I started to remember some Van Halen stuff. They do the Hot for Teacher and uh, I do Hot for Teacher, Panama, uh, Panama, Jump. That's right. Go ahead and jump. They do uh, Running with the Devil, which is dun, one dun, of my all time favorite songs. Running with the Devil. Yeah. Yeah, that song's dope. Oh god, yeah. Uh yeah, I'm with you. I I don't know much Def Leppard, so that's kind of an easier choice. Yeah. Def Leppard's also a little more hair metally. Van Halen is still also Yeah. a little hair, but they're a lot more I'm not I don't know, it's weird. I'm not too big into 80s hair metal unless it's like kind of poppy hair metal like Kiss or Twisted Sister where where they have like poison. fun and some You would like Poison a lot. Probably. If yeah, probably you would. like that's that's I'm into that kind of stuff. How about you? You give me one. Scorpions. Me I love the scorpions. Like that's kind of same shit. Good same pull. same cloth. Uh, yours. Okay. Ooh, ooh. Uh, ow. uh well, let's go. Notorious B.I.G. or Tupac. Ooh. Oh, easy B.I.G. Man, I I don't really like Tupac. I never really have. Man, it's weird. I know. No, it's not uh, weird. It's not weird because I'm with you too. I thought it was going to be. I thought. I thought for sure we were going to be on opposite sides. But yeah, I go be. I go Biggie too. Yeah, Biggie all day, man. I'll listen to Biggie forever. He had the I better melodies and hooks. I think so too, and that's probably a lot of Puff Daddy. You hate to admit, but Puff Daddy produced all that shit, and mm-hmm. it was some good shit. I love, I do love Tupac, uh, the Tupac and Dre song about California, where it's set like the video's Mad Max. I love that video. Have you seen that? Mm, I don't know if I have. It sounds vaguely Ooh. familiar. That's something that I will bring back when we get these TRLs coming back, which I swear are coming, listeners. We are working if through you it. Like, We're finding we are the fucking, best way to get it. Yeah, because we want it to be as good as it can be, mm-hmm. and we want everybody to enjoy it, so... We have been working a lot, man. We're, they are coming back. We've got hopefully soon. That's all I got to say. Uh, that one was easy, though, Ryan. Toss me another one. All right. I got a three. I got a between three for you. A three-way? Yeah. Okay. Because I honestly, okay. I think they're about equal to me. Uh, inspired by Britney back there, Christina Aguilera. Sure. Jessica Simpson. Mandy Moore. Uh, probably... Number one, I I think I'd rank them in that order that you just listed them, to be honest with you. Christina, Jessica, Mandy. I might flip Mandy and Jessica. I might put I Jessica it, at the bottom for her songs and her bands that she she was part of. Was she a part of a band I or was like, she just a solo artist? No, that was her stupid sister, Ashley Simpson, that was part of the band. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then they tanked on SNL, and it's one of my oh. favorite things of all time. Yeah, that one's pretty When they cringe. play the wrong track. Uh-huh. Oh, dude, it's so, it's like such good refined cringe. You, oh, I love it so much. <laughs> and then, and then I always followed up like a week later, she performed at the Rose Bowl. I like it. Everybody there. <laughs> 
boos so loudly during her whole performance. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's, oh, that's good shit. Yeah. That's, but yeah, I, I did like a lot of Mandy Moore songs, too. She's got some good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I She's got a... I think she's got a maybe better voice, even. I don't... And this is... I don't remember too much Jessica Simpson, so... I, I remember more Jessica Simpson, the actress, than I do the singer at this point. Yeah, Which could enough. definitely be tainting things. Um, I've got one for you. Let's do <laughs> Battle of the, uh, the Pop Punk Powerhouses here. Let's Ooh. say Green Day or Blink-182. <laughs> oh, man. This is... I hate this because I'm going <laughs> to say this answer and nobody is going to fucking agree with me. I know it. I can already see Ben like shaking his head hearing this, but my answer is Green Day. I, I, I honestly, I much. love Green Day thing. from start yeah. to finish, even their like stupid shit. Uno dos trait excluded. Ooh. Fuck those. I was going to say, everything if you're defending those, those everything before if you're defending those. Uno Dos Trey, <laughs> like, fuck, nah, I can't back you up here. Uh, but everything else, I'll, I'll agree with you on, me personally, I'm much more blink. Yeah. But. Uh, and I think a lot of people our age are, because that was, Green Day, oh, I, I think they're very, very unique and weird in their sound, but Bleak, Blink spoke to a generation. Like, they really spoke to, like, the point of view of a, of a very specific generation of kids. and Of this if, jaded, like, skater punk Yeah, kid. and if yeah. you're of that generation, that's it. Like, Blink is now a part of you, and, like, I've seen so many people who, like, bring up Blink with, like, reverence that I don't know. I, I I don't have, but I completely get. Here's the thing. I don't think either of those, I, not that any of them have been wrong because all music is subjective, but especially in that one, like, I don't think either is really wrong because I love a lot of Green Day. I grew up on Dookie. Like, Dookie was like one of the first five CDs I ever bought in my entire life. Like, yeah. I used to listen to that record over and over and over so i was a little bit younger so i came in on nimrod uh yep, nimrod's a good album too i remember i my the i knew about green day because of the poster that dookie poster with like that mm-hmm. huge like like the cartoon the like hand-drawn yeah, yeah like yeah. my cousin yeah. who was much older than me uh had Same. it on his wall he and i it. would stare at it for like hours when i was Here. over there <laughs> here's all right you know what i would stare at my cousin also had Snoop Dogg's Doggy Style, which had cartoon-drawn dogs, but one of them was a poodle. But, like, she had, like, a big butt drawn, and, like, the poodle <laughs> costume was just... Man, I would stare at that butt. Of man. course. Like, it got ingrained early. But I remember that from my cousin. And he also had Green Day Dookie. And uh, he had Green Jello, <laughs> And he gave me uh, I, he gave me that CD because I listened to it all the time at his house. That is fantastic. We'd go there for Thanksgiving, and we listen to Adam Sandler's Thanksgiving song every year. It's good times, man. Man, God, I do those we do weird the same family. Thing. We do yeah. like family get-togethers. I remember having like an MP3 CD and like a little uh, Walkman with headphones, and we'd be listening to Adam Sandler shit too, doing the same thing. Gosh, yeah. it's good times, man. Yeah. Now, now Spotify and the wealth of everything, the glut of like. All artists everywhere and anything you fucking want ever means nobody has any shared experience anymore. And it's just really isolated. There's no tradition. That's why I try to make traditions. uh, Oh, yeah, I think we do have a little bit of a lack of tradition. I maybe agree with that. We have a couple of traditions that we've held up. Oh, not you and I. I meant we, like the royal we people at people as a whole. Uh, I was going to say, that's why I, I I have so fucking many. We have a ton for this uh, ridiculous you, show. You actually make entirely too many. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Like, but I love Oh, traditions. I like this. We're doing this every day. Every year. Ha <laughs> <laughs> this is now a thing. Huzzah! And we will celebrate it every time. And if you don't match my intensity, then I will be angry. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Experience Grind with Kyle and Newhost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I like this music question. Let's run a couple more of these. I do too. You give me another one. Okay. Uh, Nelly or 
<laughs> Cisco. Nelly or Cisco? Cisco only has like one song, though. Like, yeah, but the other choice this... is Nelly. It is Nelly, and you do have a good point. But I have unironically listened to some Nelly bangers in my car ah. and had a good time. Wait, uh, would it have been better if I went Nelly or 50 Cent? Even still, I'd probably say that one's easier. I'd go 50. Yeah, I would too. That's why I, I thought that one would be too easy. I'd, <laughs> I'll tell you a story about Nelly. It's not about Nelly directly, uh, but it was funny. So as I've said to you, and I've said on the podcast a couple times, I used to be in a hip-hop group. Mm-hmm. Um, Tune? One of the... Th- Sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Let's see if you remember. I want to see if you remember. Two turntables. No. <laughs> Two mics and a kid. God damn it. Nobody ever remembered. I can't tell you how many times people come up to me. I love two kicks and a mic, man. You guys are awesome. Yeah. Two guys, a girl, and a kit. Two guys, a girl, and a kit's a place. Uh, but yeah, I used to be in a fucking hip hop group. And uh, one of the things that we would do, you know, we'd travel around, tour, play shows. We went to St. Louis one time. And uh, in these shows, I would also have a mic because I would do crowd banter. And... Uh, I made this joke and nobody found it funny, but I was like, yeah, I knew when we got into St. Louis because it turned on the radio and all I heard was Nelly. And it was like a literal like <laughs> crickets moment, like chirp, chirp. like nobody was laughing. Like you heard a guy in the distant back go, <laughs> it was not funny at all. And uh, so then we just played the next song and never brought that up again. <laughs> But uh, they ribbed me for that forever. Oh, yeah. Like, why Why did you say that, man? Like, I don't know. I thought it would be funny. It's not funny. <laughs> Do not joke about Nelly in St. Louis. Yeah, apparently not. Apparently not. It's not good. Um, what about you? Do you, have a, do you have another one? I've got one more for you. All right. And again, I don't. Here's the thing. Like, I've beat you over the head with a lot of my musical yeah. tastes. I don't know a lot about yours outside of some of like the pop punk similarities we run with. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to take another kind of random stab here. I want to see where your 90s sort of grunge aesthetic is and ask, would you go Nirvana or Pearl Jam? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh, that one's rough. This one's rough. Yeah. This one's a tough one. Uh, and I think probably the smart money is on the former. Yeah. But I, with my heart, go Eddie Better. I choose Pearl really? Jam. I love Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam does it for me. And they would win off of Jeremy alone. I Pearl okay. Jam's great. What about I you? I never picked you for a Pearl Jam fan. Uh, ten times out of ten, hands down, it's Nirvana every time. Yeah. I am not only, like, the biggest Kurt Cobain fucking weirdo, I have a lot of books about Nirvana and Kurt Cobain. Um, Okay, wow. I was big into them as a kid. But also, uh, a big driving factor in me for Blink-182 surpassing Green Day and surpassing a lot of bands is, of course, the drummer, Travis Barker. Mm -hmm. And the drummer for fucking Nirvana is, of course, Mm -hmm. Dave yeah. Fucking Grohl. So that adds a lot for it to me as well. Like, yep. I fucking love Dave Grohl on drums. And that's like young, angry Dave Grohl. It's, man, Nirvana every time for me. So that's why it's such a hard choice for me. I take, I, God, Dave Grohl is what really get, makes it a, a painful, painful decision. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that was actually a pretty good little tangent, buddy. And I like to get to know a little bit more about you. I enjoy that as well. Yeah. Next time I Let's need to come on. up with uh, better better choices. I'll have some prepared. Well, I'll be ready. Are we going to keep going? I, I like it. We'll keep running with the music thing. Um, but outside of the music thing, we do a pretty fun thing, at least I think so, on these potpourri episodes. A little thing we like to call Yahoo Questions. But we're going to mix it up a little bit this time. Because uh, you are actually going to be alternating in between my Yahoo questions and asking me questions from Reddit. Is Reddit a more degenerate shithole than Yahoo questions? There's a good chance. 
We'll find out, I'm sure. So, uh, I don't know. You actually looked through a couple of these. I just pulled up the Yahoo questions. So let's sure. start with some Reddit questions, buddy. All right. So, uh, in full disclosure, I had to go to a subreddit because, uh, as Kyle alluded to, Reddit is pretty much a, as much of a garbage fire as Yahoo questions is nowadays and did not have good fodder to talk about. But I yep. did find some good ones. So here we go. Kyle, can the Weather Channel be considered part of pop culture? That's actually a really good question. And I would undeniably say yes. Um, At least for our era, I feel that the Weather Channel is this weird, almost cultural zeitgeist. Because before internet was so widespread, like it was super nice to have... Uh, a channel dedicated to the weather in your area that you could just turn on and it was always there 24 seven, especially like for me at least. And I think now still like kind of living in this weird tornado alley area of the Midwest, like big storms can get pretty crazy. So it was always super nice to get the weather channel. They got a little weird because when the internet did take off, like the weather channel tried to supplement 24 hour weather coverage with like weather themed television shows. They had a couple storm chasing shows mm-hmm. that I think actually did very well for them. Um, My sister but overall, watched every one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, and I know some other people that did too. Some people are real deep into that storm chaser shit. And mm-hmm. I'm sure that was a godsend for him. But uh I'd say absolutely the Weather Channel is a pulp culture icon. What about you, buddy? Interesting thoughts. Um, I'm kind of with you, and then I kind of flip-flop in some places. I think maybe... I don't know. I think first you have to ask, is if you just like Fox News or BBC News or whatever news, MSNBC, are those pop culture? They are reporting on things. They're telling facts. They're just reporting. Is that part of pop culture or not and that's why if depending where we go there that's when i think when weather channel got weird and they did the storm chasers stuff that's when i think they were peak pop culture um is when that was happening but i i think that's that's where the qualification needs to be made i kind of lean a little bit on maybe it's not pop culture because it is more it's a report more so than than entertainment survivor pop culture because um, docu mockumentaries documentaries pop culture because they all have a slant or an angle to them weather uh-huh. channel there's no slant there's no angle it is literally just here <laughs> is the weather these are things <laughs> it'd be like i like is the i don't know yeah. I don't know. The the local store got burgled the other day. Is that pop culture? Because that happened. Yeah. It's a thing that happened and we can talk about it and it's a communal thing we can all experience and talk. It, I, it just depends, I guess, where it all ends on the classification of it. It's weird. I, I do see both points. I would also just one more time <coughs> counter argument. Kind of what you're leaning towards is more of a broader scope news which is sort of uh filtered out and not filtered out but it's sort of more spread out and i think what would make the argument for the weather channel being a pop culture icon it is that it is the weather channel it's the only channel mm. dedicated solely to weather whereas like there's 40,000 different news like local news national news all this other bullshit and they're all talking about everything else but like the weather channel is gonna have fucking weather. I see. So what you're I don't know. <laughs> oh, so okay. But again, okay. I think I'm with that. I like that. Both... I like that thought. You have turned me. Okay. You have turned me around with that thought. I like that thought. It is. I was gonna leave it up to moment. the listeners, but if I, if it switched, all right, go me. No, Hooray. you won me. I'll take that. Yeah. You won me over, sir, and I am just <laughs> exasperated. Alright, uh, what is what is going gonna, on on Yahoo Questions, good sir? 
Uh, this is the first one that caught my attention that wasn't politically related, and I think it's pretty good, and maybe we can offer some help here, Ryan. Ryan! What does a bald spot mean on a stray cat? Hmm. Uh, oh, man, I am... One, I am not <laughs> a vet. I am not licensed to talk or probably give advice sure. on I don't think any anybody ever shit. thought differently. <laughs> oh, Laura, here's the thing that's really shameful. Laura would know, and Laura's probably said. Immediately. Um, immediately. Yeah, she's probably told you, uh-huh. and you're like, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever, bear. Yeah, she's going to hear, and she's going to be like, I told you this. Uh, well, I would say it might be like a hot spot, maybe. It could be like a licking spot. It could be an itch or, or like an irritation. Um, or I don't know. Those would be my first guesses. I would see, I would check around like the skin for like any kind of sign of like rash or like redness or like scabbiness. And then depending on that, I guess it, it, it takes on different possibilities so are you saying like you're gonna invest yourself into this cat and its disease and like take care of it because i tell oh, you if oh I, i'm sorry i'm sorry i i I, just, I maybe missed the crucial parts of this uh question <laughs> yeah i'm just saying what what does a bald spot mean on a stray cat and um, your answer is who fucking cares well, it's not It's not who fucking cares. To a degree, it sort of is, because if I see that <laughs> it's a stray cat, I'm immediately assuming that cat has some fucking disease. And as a human and as a pet owner, I don't want that fucking thing to infect my pets with whatever weird disease. I'm assuming mange at the best. It's probably some parasite, something that I don't want involved. So I'm going <laughs> to yell at that cat to get out of here. I'm going to tell it, scat, I don't care what you got, cat. <laughs> so I don't want to fucking deal with. Uh, all right, you're not you're not incorrect. As somebody who lives out in the country, cats are a nuisance, especially cats who just get ditched and then they make babies and they just hang around and, and eat your keep fucking birds. Over. And yep, yep, they, they they are annoying. Um, so yeah, for I don't know, I'd be with you in that case. If I if I saw a bald spot on one of the stray cats around here. I I wouldn't care. I yeah, would, but you wouldn't get involved either. You'd be like, get the fuck away. No, I I get on my porch and stomp my feet and make loud noises like I always do and scare it off. Would you say scat scat cat scat cat? Yeah, right. Before I get scat. my hat, I'll be back. <laughs> you, you get out of here, cat! You scat. <laughs> you stomp your feet. Mm-hmm. I like this this role play we're doing. All oh. right, buddy, give me a Reddit question. Uh, Oh, some really charged questions here that I'd rather not talk about. Hey, what? Oh, nope. Oh. (laughs) Why is Michael Jackson the king of pop? Why is Michael Jackson the king of pop? There we go. I mean, that's easy. And that's on our music that's on our music wavelength. Perfect. Why is it easy, Kyle? Because uh, he wrote mad bangers. Um What are some of these mad bangers you speak of? I mean, black or white, <laughs> Billy Jean, bad, thriller. I mean, the dude's fucking number one hit output is just unmatched. That's why he is the king of fucking pop. Can't you couldn't touch Michael Jackson in like the eighties and 90s and the 70s the late 70s hey here's a question which will be maybe relevant to a past episode of ours would the beatles be considered pop i i think the beatles are absolutely pop would they Um, have been the kings of pop during their time or are they like the godfathers (sighs) of pop what are they they're like i think the beatles are considered like just the ultimate band of all time well i think that's a little bit extreme even as somebody who does love the beatles well i only say that because like like dude everybody still has heard of the fucking beatles like i feel they're like again they're like a cultural zeitgeist like impact band that like even people that don't know anything like have heard of the beatles they've heard of john lennon like Mm -hmm. It, it's it's really weird. They're just so involved. They're I don't know. They almost 
there it's weird like because bands like that too get almost like sort of transcendent level like elvis is kind of in that area too i'd say like oh yeah yeah you know what i mean he was also literally the king <clears throat> but the king of what rock and roll he was king of rock and roll yeah i see who's all right interesting all right here's a question then let's go on this tangent who would be the king of so king of rock and roll elvis king of pop michael sure. jackson who is the king of country I would immediately argue Johnny Cash, but you've also got Merle Haggard. Um, you've also got uh, Hank Williams, who are also some pretty good arguments to have up in there mm-hmm. uh, for King of Country. But Johnny Cash is hard to argue against, I feel personally. I yeah, I if you count Johnny Cash's country, and I guess I don't, I don't see why he wouldn't. I I am down huh. for that choice as well. Let's all right. Let's keep it all right. Let's keep it fair too. Uh, King of pop, Michael Jackson. Who's the queen of pop? I would, as much as I would love to say Britney, I'd have to say probably Madonna. Oh, really? I'd say nobody did more for pop music over the decades than Madonna has. Uh, she is also pretty good at reinventing herself and saying. At least she was good at staying relevant. Uh, she's kind of looked at as a weirdo, silly body nowadays. But yeah. for like a good three or four decades from like the 80s up to the early 2000s, she was pretty good at recreating herself about every five years or so. So that is a I'd say Madonna solid argument to be made, sir. I will come back with this, though. And this is somebody maybe I'm not even pulling for this choice. I'm not even a huge fan. But maybe it should be brought up for the sake of devil's advocate or contention's sake. Does Beyonce count as pop? Because she's pretty culturally relevant. I I would agree and say Beyonce does count as pop. Or Lady Gaga, even. As well, Lady Gaga is absolutely pop. And so is Beyonce. It's weird because the thing is, like, I think they're both culturally relevant. Yes, but they're kind of culturally relevant to now. Beyonce a little mm. more because she had the Destiny's Child uh, era as well. Yeah, she's not lasted like, for a while. But not Madonna as has Madonna. had yeah. Exactly. Mm. Like, Madonna has that staying power. Like, she has been around and talked about for a long... She's been a cultural force in pop music for long... Like, even still now, if, like, Madonna said she was doing an album, like, a thousand fucking internet blogs would write an article about it and be like, holy shit, Madonna's doing something. You know? Like... Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. Good. All right. So... You, you've you won me. Twice tonight. Twice tonight. I can keep doing this. All right, Queen of Rock. I, I, queen of Rock. The Queen of Rock... Might be a little harder. I would almost have to say Joan Jett. Ooh. Um... She's pretty much one of the most premier fem- female punk rock. rock for sure. Icons. She wins. Sure, it, and that's. I'm well, thinking of just broader rock too, and I'm wondering. I I, I don't have a. Who's your argument? I don't who's have an argument, argument yet. I'm still thinking on it. Oh. And that's why I'm just like I gotta open it up past punk rock because right now I think that wins punk rock no matter what. I think and Joan Jett reaches farther beyond too because. Like, of course, my generation, again, that's one of those songs that, like, you hear it and, I don't know, it's almost like everywhere. You've heard that yeah. song a billion times, so um, that's who I would say, even though, yeah, she is punk rock, that's still rock. Yeah. I can't think of many, like, rock female icons that would be above her. No, I mean, I, 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 I can think of the bands, but I can't think of the name of the lead singers or if they've really lasted. Um, and that's shit. That's the issue. But has Joan Jett really lasted either? It's just been like that one kind of huge push in the eighties. Yeah, you know. I mean, she still does things now. And people talk. Uh See, I wouldn't consider Cindy Lauper like rock music, and again, she's still she's not more kind of poppy either. Yeah. All right. So yeah. I, I just, feel like Joan Jett was doing stuff. I feel like Joan Jett played Warp Tour like I typed one of the last years it was around. I typed it in into Google, and uh, for 
queens of rock, some of the choices were Stevie Nicks. I could absolutely see that. That's, uh, that's actually makes sense. Yeah, I'm done yeah. with that. Janice Joplin. I see, but Janice had such a limited output of work. It's it's well, really hard to argue. She was like Aaliyah also. She she died tragically early, right? Like she uh she's part of the twenty seven club. Yeah, not a huge output. And then the other one was Tina Turner. For Queen of I can also still kind of see that. I see Tina as still more of like a pop or diva act, but she does work with bands a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah, I could absolutely. I would argue Stevie Nicks actually after hearing that. Yeah, from those choices, I think I, I think I agree. Um, I mean, I think there might be some artists I think out there that are more recent that really rock, like uh. Oh, fuck it. I'll say St. Vincent's lead singer, Annie DeFranco, or Annie De whatever. It's something. It's not Annie DeFranco. Annie DeFranco is like singer songwriter from the 90s. Uh, it's Annie something. Again, this is also is it something Laura would know. But uh, oh. she was like classically trained in guitar by Prince, and she oh. fucking killed oh. it. Yes. Yes, I know who you're talking like, about. Sometimes her songs aren't quite my jam, but like she's always rocking it and doing something very unique and interesting. Somebody like that, I think, also might get my vote. That I might be overlooking. Okay. Ryan, do you have another one? Because if not, I have a Yahoo question for you. Uh, Did we do them all? I think so. Well, that's pretty good, right? I oh, queen of yeah. queen of country, which you probably do have a say in. I right. would have to say it's probably Dolly. Oh, I thought you were going to go with Reba. See, I think Dolly's just been in the game longer and, mm-hmm. again, is still relevant. Um, I would, again, she has much like Britney, I'd love, to, I'd love to argue Reba. But, yeah, I, I, I don't see how it can be anybody besides Dolly Parton for the queen of country music. Yeah. Full and agreement. she's still great and loved to this day. So, yeah, it has to be Dolly. Yeah. <laughs> no argument there. Yeah. So. Full agreement. Uh, yeah. Full stop. Good. I, I'm glad we hit through all those, and we pretty much are in agreement on all those. So. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was pretty fun. That shit. That ended up working out well. <laughs> I got one for you though, buddy. This one's pretty simple. Let's hear it, Ryan. This is a Yahoo question, buddy. What is your favorite day of the week? Ooh. Um. Hmm. Hmm. That's an interesting question. It's probably not going to be anywhere near as interesting as I think it is. It's probably yeah, sure. Thursday. I like Thursday a lot. Thursday is kind of the perfect day. And I will tell you for many reasons. Thursdays towards the end of the week. I feel like Friday is a nothing day. Um, it's usually pretty easy to get through Friday because you know your work day is done. Thursday, you feel like you've mm-hmm. accomplished enough. You're feeling good because it's like, oh, there's one more day left. Most movies now they have like the Thursday night opening. So like anytime a Marvel movie is coming out, like I'm super jazzed for it's on a Thursday. So I get super fucking pumped for Thursdays. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Thursdays. I like, I, th- I like Thursdays. Thursdays are pretty decent for me. Okay. What about you? Uh, I guess for the longest time, I'm probably still a big fan of Saturday. Yeah. Saturday is like the ultimate nothing day. You can stay up late on Friday and totally sleep in late Saturday and not feel bad about it. And then stay up late again Saturday if you want to. And it's it's a day you can literally do whatever the hell you want. It's a magical day. I love Saturday. It's a freebie. Anything can happen on Saturday. I should write a Hollywood like <laughs> movie pitch about like a magical Saturday. Like the whole movie. Like, all you're doing is describing Friday, but you just changed the day to Saturday. <laughs> like, I think that was almost the same exact speech. Yeah. I didn't even think of that, but you're totally right. Yeah. Anything could happen had, on a Saturday. I had, I had some weed man and this is a new stoner movie. September. Knock out of the park. Saturday. Love oh, it. Oh man, we can Go we out, got at least three. <laughs> We've got at least three yeah. Saturdays in us. We we know we can milk that well. Pretty well. Uh we can milk that well well, buddy. Cause that's a sentence I just Ex- said. Expect hey. this kind of humor, this caliber, and more in Saturday. 
next Saturday and the Saturday after next. Coming soon to probably not AMC. They're bankrupt. Written by Kyle Collins, directed by sound engineer Andre. Man, I don't want to see that movie. <laughs> Oh, it'd be awful. It's gonna be it's real avant garde shit, but like oh, not actually no. If it's avant garde, I'm into that. If it is like <laughs> if it is like his YouTube stuff, I'm so into that. Yes, I'm down. I'm back. All right, I'm back. Hey, in. buddy, ask me. Uh, ask me one more Reddit question. I got one more Yahoo, and we'll wrap this up. All right, let's see if I can dig one more out of this uh, trash fire. Dig that butt nugget out. <laughs> uh, really get in there. <laughs> Uh, ooh, that's interesting. But I don't know what kind of question is this. Uh, oh no! Do do manga and anime belong in modern pop culture? Man, there's a lot of pop culture questions on this fucking Reddit page. Uh, I say absolutely. If like. Not yeah. even more so now than they ever have been. They're gaining in popularity almost every day, I feel. Like, I don't, I remember yeah. being a, like, when I was in high school and shit, it was weird that I watched anime because, like, it just was really? so niche. Yeah. Cause back then there was so little. And, like, this was again back in the VHS days. So, like, oh, so not around Toonami times. No, like a lot, very small stuff actually got brought over here mm -hmm. and actually translated or dubbed to be in a way that, especially as a kid, like you're able to digest it because you're not reading a lot of subtitled shit at that age. Mm -hmm. uh, so a lot of it is just whatever is available. So I had like Akira and some other stuff that wasn't that great, but I watched it because I liked it. And I'd say, yeah, again, even more now, because just everybody at least talks about anime. Mm -hmm. Not so much manga, but that is growing in popularity, too. I think manga now outsells, like, traditional comic books, like, two to one. Oh, I bet. Even in America. Like, even in America, like, people love manga now, so. I would not be surprised. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was kind of taken aback. That question seems kind of dumb. To be honest, like, yeah, of course, mm -hmm. it's part of pop culture. Like, just because it's not part of your culture doesn't mean it's not part of, like, the worldwide scene. And, like, you're kidding sure. yourself if you don't think we're influenced by things happening in other countries. Open Netflix, there are so many, like, movies and TV shows added from all over the fucking world every week. And you're, you're, they're not on there just because they have them. They're on there because people are watching it because it is part of a thing. I don't get like the great British bake off, but it was fucking part of pop culture for a time. You can't deny it yep. just because it's not part of your culture. That's it. Well, and I think another way to judge or clarify if something is or is not pop culture is just it's. Uh, identifiableness and its recognizability. Like Mario is a pop culture icon. Mm -hmm. uh, I would also, I'd say a majority of people now in this day and age know who Goku is. Um, they're yeah. familiar with Goku to a degree to know that he's like, he's an anime character of some sort. He's on a show called Dragon Ball Z. Like, and I think that renders something a pop culture icon. So I'd say, for sure, anime is a pop culture icon. Agreed. Argument slam dunked. I would say I would even go even dumber and even baser. You said it so eloquently and nicely, but let's speak to the plebs, shall we? If it's been if it's been in a meme, it's part of pop culture, and for True. sure, Dragon Ball Z has been memed to like death. I know for mm -hmm. sure there's that butterfly in the wallet one. You know, there's yep. so much. In the pop culture. So, there you go. Buddy, I got one more question for you, and we're going to wrap the hell up. Let's, let's, this do, is, it. let's do it. This is this is sandwiched in between, like, four different uh, political questions on either side. So, yeah. this is the one I stopped on. <laughs> uh, Ryan, how come everyone today is too much of a pussy to smack their kids around? Ooh. Interesting. <laughs> that is the question. Well, first, I, I think you need to learn how to phrase things a little bit better. Two, yeah. I think you're coming from the wrong place already. 
three. <laughs> I don't necessarily disagree, but it's weird because I've also... Here's the thing. Anything I, I say, there's a huge asterisk next to my name because I don't have kids, so I don't fully know how I would handle a kid or how I would uh, discipline a kid, etc. But I remember being in my college age much more like of the mindset, when I have a kid, I'm going to be very disciplined. Like They're going to follow rules. They're going to be like super obedient and do all this stuff. But... I, as I get older, like, yes, I want that. And yes, I do that, too. But I'm also I, I really don't want to be like the helicopter parent, like who's always over their kid and, and like just stifling them and making sure like this kid's going to rebel. This kid is going to like turn 16 and then get into the worst fucking shit ever because I was like riding their ass like to the fucking limit and like. it's just it's no good like i've seen other people and like families like just completely like self-isolate like oh we're done we're just not talking to this person now it's like i i don't i don't want to ever have to push somebody that far you know so yeah i I don't know i think beating your kids harsh (laughs) beating your kid is harsh i think you should be firm I yeah. I don't know if beating is necessarily the route you should go. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. I got beat as a kid. Laura says I didn't get beat. Laura got beat. I just got spanked for my things, but she got beat. She like yeah. she got like beat. She got I got spanked. Beat. I think uh I think your your response is the most liberal PC bullshit answer. <laughs> I know. It's because, like, this is on the air, and I'm like, I have to be so careful about what I say. I say, <laughs> I say beat the shit out of y- your kids until they're bigger than you, and then you bring in weapons, and you beat the shit out of them some more. Well, that is horrifying, and I don't agree with that either. No. no. You don't do that at all. Uh, there's a happy balance. Help, I agree help with me. You. Help don't, me wade through this, Kyle. Hold my hand. Don't be... <laughs> I, you said it, you knocked it out of the park the first time. Don't beat the shit out of your kids, but you got to be firm and you got to let them know that there are consequences. And maybe sometimes that is a, a little bit of a whooping just to get their attention. You don't have to fucking beat their ass red, yeah. but a, a quick smack to the bottom will make a kid pay attention that like, hey, here's some shit. Yeah. You're fucking up. Do it right. You don't have to fucking relentlessly wail on them. I, I will also but, say too, know your kids because. Yeah. Every, almost every pair of siblings where there were like brothers, more than like one kid growing up, all of those kids had different thresholds. You can't like mm-hmm. beat every kid the same. Like some kids, you just have to say that you're fucking disappointed in them and they will break down and that ruins their fucking <laughs> day. Some kids, you can spank them and they'll fucking look at you and you'll be like, harder, I don't fucking care. Like, they'll laugh at they you. They will, like, they'll laugh. That that would, did, yes, yeah. this, they, mm-hmm, that's it. So you have to know your kid and I think you have to like, kind of h- handle them appropriately. I agree. Buddy, let's, uh, let's fucking run Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla off here. Let's start the new advice show. I, we could crush it. I think Call we got in. this, man. You got problems with your kids? We will help you raise them. Uh, for sure. Hey, uh, if yeah. we have an email, you should post that here. Send in your advice questions. We will talk about them in the next Potpourri episode. Yeah, we will. And it'll be completely anonymous if you'd like it to be. Oh, yeah. Um, also, as we'll, we'll weird we'll, or as dumb as you want them to be, we don't care. Yeah. Let's get into it. Just don't make us get into dark political shit, please. God damn. Send us some Potpourri questions at experience grind podcast at gmail.com or if you follow us on facebook just send us a message there it'll it'll all get to us but yeah send us your questions on that note buddy let's get out of here this was a pretty good potpourri episode i thoroughly enjoyed it i love potpourri episodes they're so fun and they're so easy me too yeah and they're always evolving they're always a little bit different yeah i i I dug this one this was this was fun we're gonna get you into some improv at some point. I, it might happen. I, you, uh, it might not. I, I'm going to take full credit and say, after five years of just doing it in front of you, <laughs> you're getting pretty good at it. Yes, and. You're getting pretty good. Yes, yeah. and. <laughs> yes, and? Yes, uh, and. Uh, tap. 
You're the best, buddy. I love you, man. I love you, too. This podcast is always fun to do. Uh, God, another fucking record episode on the book called the Guinness. Hey, if you like listening to just Ryan rant, uh, you should join us on Patreon, where he is releasing his weekly show called Pretentious Nonsense. He's given out rants that are condensed to about 20 minutes, I'd say. Sometimes you go a little longer. Mm-hmm. On all kinds of subjects. You had a guest on. You are talking about professional wrestling. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I had Micah Craziness. on. A uh, good friend of the show, Micah, on to talk about wrestling. I know you're getting into some some hip-hop music. You've got all kinds of just things that you're ranting about. And uh, I'm excited for it. If you're a member of Patreon, that's a thing you're getting every week. Ryan's giving you content. You're getting everything you want there. Hit us up on Patreon. Send us those questions. Follow us on Facebook. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your dad. We love you. I'm Kyle. I'm Ryan. And uh, we'll check you next time. Bye, everybody. Adios.